Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill, and today we reach the halfway point of season 11 of South Park as we have the final episode of the first half of season 11. Boy, it's kind of gone a bit fast as um, today going to be talking about a very interesting topic the homeless as the episode is night of the living homeless uh this is kind of a minor milestone in the fact that this is the 160th episode of south park which by our numbers we have gone past at this point already half of the series and with no idea of when the next season's going to begin um there may be a good possibility maybe that by the end of 2021 this podcast will have reached 200 episodes so have to wait and see what happens but this is episode number 160 and this is night of the living homeless this week's episode so let's get into it the episode was originally aired or originally was written and directed by trey parker and aired on april 17th 2007 our episode begins at the basketball court where the guys are gonna play a game of basketball when all of a sudden they see a bunch of homeless people sleeping around not only the basketball court but on the basketball court So, Kyle, feeling bad because he is Kyle, wants to do something. And Cartman wants to do something, too. Okay, this is pretty interesting. So, Cartman's idea is a bit more different than Kyle's idea. Cartman's idea is to jump the homeless with a skateboard so all the kids gather around to see Cartman jump over the homeless and Cartman does the attempt and he barely makes it over one homeless man and he's like yeah I did it I jumped over a homeless man and Stan is like I have no idea what this did what this accomplished meanwhile in the town hall they're having a meeting and they are discussing about what they should do with the homeless one person suggests that we should or that they should give them a makeover shave their beards clean them up and continue to make them poor randy suggests that we should use them as tires and that we can recycle the homeless to where and, and I think this is Wendy's mom. It's like, what are you guys doing? This isn't a game. This is a serious thing. And then the county uh, homeless researcher intervenes and says that if they don't fix this problem, they're going to be in trouble. And the way that this problem becomes an even bigger problem is if someone gives them change, gives them money. So for the entire episode, they're going, change, change, change. 
And Kyle, one night, he's in his room, and he sees a homeless guy in front of his house. Now, I'm going to be upfront. If I see a homeless guy in front of my house, I'm not feeling bad. I'm probably going to call some authority and be like, could you please move them away from my house? So Kyle, feeling bad, gives this homeless man $20. And then the homeless guy asks for more. Kyle leaves. Kyle wakes up, and the next morning there is a whole bunch of homeless people out front of his house. The guys join up with him, and Kyle says that, well, I gave one guy $20. Well, that's just great, because now we got homeless people everywhere looking for change. And we see that in a scene where Randy tries to get to work, and people are asking him for change. And he's like, no, I don't have any. I don't have any. I don't have any. And then one guy's like, God bless you. And... Randy's like, oh, I feel bad. So he gives him change, and then more people come to ask for change. And then the guy that got change asked for more change, to which Randy was like, wait a minute, didn't I give you change already? So now we are starting to get swarmed with the homeless. And it gets to the point where Randy, Gerald, Jimbo, and Butter's parents end up stuck on the on the roof of the community center and they really have no place to go meanwhile the boys are trying to get out of town but the homeless people surround them when a guy comes by driving his car tells them to get in so he explains that he has you know like they got to get out of here they got to send word before more of this happens and as soon as he says it here comes this other car and boom collides with him killing the driver and then on the next street over we get the same thing of another accident where a driver dies so uh stan and the guys decide to go into the sewers no, we do not see Mr. Hankey in this episode. I don't think Mr. Hankey is homeless by this point. Um, so they discuss what to do next. And the only thing that they could think of is they've got to go talk to this researcher. So they're going to go find this guy. Meanwhile, Gerald has an idea that he thinks he can get somebody over here if he can catch the bus. And Randy is against this idea, but Gerald is like, I've got to do this. I don't have a choice. So, Gerald goes out, and he's starting to walk. And here comes homeless people. They're coming, and, you know, they're asking for change. Well, Gerald decides, uh, okay, here, here's a little bit of change. And then, you know, here's a little more change. And then he realizes he's out of change, and he ends up becoming one of the homeless. So, now the boys have found the home of the researcher. And the researcher explains that this is an existing problem. That this came from a town called Evergreen. 
and the only way to find the pro or to find the solution is to go to Evergreen to fix the problem. But before he can join them, here comes Gerald, who's looking for change, and a bunch of homeless people. And Gerald's like, "I'm not homeless. I, I just want to get change for the bus." And the researcher's like, "You guys get out of here. I'll take care of this." And the researcher, realizing that it's too late, decides to pull a gun and shoots himself. Except he misses, even though he's bleeding. So he shoots himself again. And again. And again. And again. He shoots himself nine times all over his body and cannot do it. And it's kind of a funny, it's an unnecessary funny kind of scene, but in its own way, it is kind of funny. So, now, Randy and everyone that's on the roof of the community center here knock on the door. Well, there's somebody there that got into the community center. And they're asking them to let them in. And one of the people that's there is a pregnant woman. And if they aren't let in... The poor are going to get them. And they come right by, and Randy reluctantly let the people up on the roof. Well, they manage to make it up, and they're sitting there. And one of the people, named Glenn, he gets bars. So he's able to call his wife. Well, he calls his wife, and she tells him over the phone that because of what has happened, the value of all the homes in the, in the town have gone down. No one is willing to buy the house. And that they've basically lost the house. They've lost their house. And Glenn starts, you know, he starts to go in a little bit crazy. He's getting a little fidgety. And he's like, oh, man, I don't know what to do. I don't know where I'm going to put all my stuff. I don't know where I'm going to put all my money. Maybe I'll put it in a box. You know, maybe I'll do this. Maybe, you know, maybe if I get some change and, you know. And Randy takes the gun and shoots Glenn, blowing his face off entirely. So the boys make it to Evergreen. And they meet up with three men that are in camouflage. And at first, they were going to be kicked out. But then Kyle argues with Cartman, and they're like, Cartman? Eric Cartman? Yes. You're the kid that jumped over 30 homeless people. And Kyle gets upset. He's like, he barely jumped over one. And Stan's like, I don't think this really matters right now how many homeless people he jumped over. So they are greeted, and one of the men explains what happened in Evergreen what happened basically was these homeless people came to their town they gathered a lot of change to the point where they ended up running apartments and this one guy burned his wife because he thought his wife was homeless and as this is going on Kyle sees there's a pamphlet and the pamphlet says a haven for the homeless. So he opens the pamphlet and it says try South Park. And then it clicks. 
the homeless were sent to South Park. And then the guy explains that, well, the people in San Antonio were able to get rid of the homeless by sending them to us. So we had to do the same thing to you. We had to send them to you. Meanwhile, the corpse of this guy's wife comes up, still alive, and she's like, You see, you get You bitch. And is like, I can't understand you, really. That's because you heard our lick off. I turned your rips off? I, I don't understand you, dear. So it ends up where she has a gun. She shoots him. One guy shoots her. Another guy shoots him. And they're basically all dead. So now they have to come up with a new plan. What are we going to do? How are we going to get this? Well, Kyle realized, Kyle saw that there was a bus a few blocks back and they he might have an idea so what i'm going to play for you now is the setup and then what they do so i'm going to explain the setup the setup is all four boys work on the bus they're putting different shifts in they're adding stuff here and there to get the bus going. And then what we get is maybe one of the most original ways to get rid of the homeless. Let's go to the clip.
So the boys managed to get all the homeless out of South Park and get them to California. But after they do that, Cartman barely jumps over three homeless people. To which Stan is like, Kyle, I still don't get why you were thinking this was going to work. And that is Night of the Living Homeless. So... That is the final episode of the first half of season 11. Um, I do not have, um, uh, again, I, I, I'm kind of disappointed in South Park that they haven't, uh, done this, uh, what the, pre- you know, where the idea of this episode came from, but it's okay. Um, as far as this episode goes, it's kind of weird because... They are doing a parody of zombie movies. Uh, the most famous one probably would be Night of the Living Dead, um, which I would love to talk about in a moment. Uh, but they also parodied Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Land of the Dead, and Return of the Living Dead. So, you know, this is a zombie parody episode where the zombies here are the homeless. There are times where the jokes are good, but the jokes can be repetitive at times. Like the whole, I don't think Carmen jumping over the homeless joke, it gets a little old, and, you know, Kenny, it smells like Kenny's play. Well, that one they didn't do that much. Um, I mean, the song at the end is good. So basically it's trying to say, hey, if you're homeless, if you're poor... Go to freaking California. Um, I'm going to give this a 7 out of 10. I'm not saying it's not a bad episode. I, I, I think it's a good episode, but I wouldn't put it up too high um, on my you know chart of season 11 episodes. But it, I'm not saying it's bad. I just think you know the, the jokes are a little bit repetitive at times. And... Um, the plot is there, obviously, and they do have an ending, but um, I, I, I think it didn't age as well. Now, before I get to uh, production notes and that, I do want to talk about Night of the Living Dead, which is one of the movies that was parodied in this episode. Uh, this is, depending on how you want to look at it, could be considered an independent movie, but it is a very successful movie. This was directed by George R or George A Romero and was released in October of 1968. This movie was shot entirely in black and white, had a cast that honestly I don't think anyone would name off the top of their head unless they really knew you know the like to heart um the movie. But this movie had a budget, and I, and I want everyone to remember this, especially our young listeners. 1968. This is 1968. This movie came out. Had a budget of $114,000. Let me repeat that. A $114,000 budget. It ends up making $30 million at the box office. How incredible is that? That's that's the power of movies. You know, you don't have to have the big budget to make a successful movie. Uh, the film 
was made uh, between June and December of 1967 on location in Evans City, Pennsylvania. The story takes place in Pennsylvania. Um, now, I said it made $30 million at the box office. $18 million of that $30 million was made internationally. The other 12 was made here domestically. It earned more than 250 times its budget and make it get one of the most profitable film productions ever made at the time. The movie stars Judith O'Day, Dwayne Jones, Marilyn Eastman, Carl Hardman, Judith Ridley, and Keith Wayne. Um, there was, I, I mean, the success of the movie is just incredible. Um, there have been other versions of this movie, and there even was a remake of Night of the Living Dead in 1990. The lasting legacy of this movie is the fact, to me, because I have seen this movie, and I think it's an excellent movie. It, for me, it's the little underdog kind of story, you know? And... It's one. Of, I'm not going to spoil the movie because I'm sure there are those that want to see it. Um, it's not. I don't think it's the type of horror movie you would think. That's a lot of blood and guts and horror and that. Um, it's just a good story that's being told, and you really do not see the ending coming. I will say that. You do not see this ending coming at all. But um, it is a classic. And we recently lost uh, George Romero four years ago. And this is his baby. This is his lasting legacy is this movie. I mean, yes, he did other movies. But this is this is the one that forever, you know, had him and his family um, in good fortune. Um, production notes. Writing on the episodes, basic story and jokes began at the show's writer's retreat at the Hyatt Grand Champions Resort Conference Center in Indian Wells, California during the break between season 10 and 11. The song at the end of the episode includes the lyrics, In the City of Venice, right by Matt's house, you can chill if you're homeless. According to the DVD commentary, Matt Stone does live in Venice, and there are a lot of homeless people there. Um, of course, they did a parody of the song California Love by Tupac and Dr. Dre. Uh, IGN gave this episode a 7.5 out of 10. Uh, Travis Fickett, who reviewed this episode, described it as a take-it-or-leave-it episode. Fickett suggested that the episode was sustained by mostly non-sequitur jokes that work all on their own, singling out the multiple suicide attempts of the homeless advisor and Stan's suggestion that Kyle was responsible for suggesting jumping over the homeless. Adam Finley of TV Squad gave a more positive review, rating the episode as a 7 out of 7. Finley noted the parody of zombie films and also sing or singled out the running joke of jumping the homeless on a skateboard. A word of the wise, do not jump over the homeless. Alright, let's go to IMDb. Let's see what they thought of this episode 
Over 2,700 people have rated this episode, and the average rating of this episode is an 8.8 out of 10. Holy cow. 968 people gave this episode a 10. 816 people gave it a 9. Uh, 248 people gave it a 7. That's the grade I'm giving it this week. 57 people gave it a 1. For males, uh, the average rating is an 8.7, with their highest demographic being 18 to 29. The average rating is a 9. For females, uh, their average rating is an 8.5. The highest uh, demographic is, guess what, 45 and over. Uh, The average rating is a 9.1. So I'm, I'm a little surprised at how high this episode is really like. Um, I'm going to read, or I'm going to start with one of, uh, of a review that was done after this episode had aired, actually. So this review is from ClownBaby866, who wrote, I think it's pretty obvious that this episode was spoofing the Living Dead series, specifically Dawn of the Dead. The obvious reminders are the rooftop scene. The angles they were portrayed in were extremely similar to those in Dawn of the Dead. The one guy with a shotgun, the one guy going outside, becoming one of them. The pregnant lady, the big protected bus, how they feed off change as a zombie would feed off of human flesh. Anyways, I think the 11th season is sparking a slight change in the episode styles, at least for now. It seems like instead of having politically charged episodes, they are mostly spoofs. For instance, the Snook in your Sniz spoofed the TV show 24. The Easter special spoofed the Da Vinci Code. Yikes spoofed 300. Lice Capades may have been spoofing something, but I'm not sure what. It may just be a silly creative episode, and now, a Dawn of the Dead spoof. Overall, this episode was great. Definitely a Randy Marsh episode, but... Also a group episode, as the four boys seek a solution to the homeless. Look out for great Randy scenes, though. In time, they will become classic moments of South Park. A good ending to the first half of season 11. Well, I mean, I think it's, a, I think it's better than last week's episode. That's for certain. So, uh, Another review from when after the, right after this episode came out, from King M. Freak, who wrote, And yet, another run of South Park comes to an end. This wasn't as strong an episode as I'd hoped for, but Night of the Living Homeless was a stronger finisher than Stanley's Cup, Tist, Bloody Mary, or Erection Day. It still can't hold a candle to Woodland Critter Christmas, I don't think anything can at that point, and Goo Box, but few episodes can. Night of the Living Homeless is a spoof of the zombie genre, done in a way only South Park would think of. Instead of flesh-eating zombies, the entities are homeless that request change and seem to survive off of it. Randy and other residents are locked in the community center, though this time on the roof, where they can survey the scene. A particularly funny moment is when one member finds out his home is gone and becomes homeless, leaving Randy no choice but to shoot him. Meanwhile, the four boys set out to solve the problem, with the whole story behind the homeless takeover trying to convey a message but being seriously uninspired. South Park is at its best a lot of the times when it is being ridiculous. Matt and Trey played it safe this week and didn't really critique the homeless problem, just lampooned it. The shock moment of the episode comes when a scientist shoots himself in an attempt to avoid the homeless. 
This is the first time a suicide on South Park goes wrong, and we watch the poor man miss his brain, and then attempt to shoot himself many times while he painfully dies. Another inspired South Park moment. Overall, the episode was funny, but it was kept from being great by withholding any real commentary on the homeless and sticking straight with the zombie shtick. The ending is somewhat funny, but nothing new. Now we must wait until October for the next batch of episodes. It's a long haul, but South Park must be applauded for its run. The show seemed to be running out of steam last season, but now it's back in full form. Alright, let's read a couple more reviews. Gonna read Gangsta Hippie, who wrote, Night of the Living Homeless is a funny spoof of the 1978 film and the 2004 remake of Dawn of the Dead. Only this time, with the homeless. The episode has homeless people all coming to South Park, and the people cannot figure out why. They treat the homeless like zombies who want change, and a few of the parents end up on the roof of a supermarket like in the movie. So now it's up to the boys to find out where they came from and how to get rid of them. This is a fairly funny episode with some good moments like the boys singing their own version of the Tupac Dr. Dre song, California Love. Overall, a good episode. And I'm going to read one more. I'm going to read the most recent uh, review. This is from Brian-Linton1 who wrote, I recently rewatched this episode and decided to change my review from an 8 to a 9 out of 10. I thought this was a hilarious episode when rewatching it and a great spoof of the classic zombie movies. Keep in mind this episode was made well before The Walking Dead and the modern zombie craze. Highly recommended. That is a very good point. I have to applaud Brian Linton on that. This is years before The Walking Dead TV show comes out. Um, so this episode airs April 2007. The Walking Dead doesn't start until 2010. So this episode is almost three and a half years before The Walking Dead even begins. The, the TV show, I mean. I know the comic book or the comic series is in full effect by this point, but good job by this reviewer. Good job, Brian Linton. The point out this, you know, this spoof is years before The Walking Dead show even comes on. A whole, like I said, three and a half years before The Walking Dead show even starts. So good job pointing that out. I didn't even realize it. Alright, well that's going to do it for this episode. You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97 and you can join the Facebook group Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. All you have to do is just type that in the search bar Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast and you're right there. If you can't find it, it's okay. I post the link in the description of each and every episode. All right, next time around, start the second half of season 11, and it starts with, well, a very interesting topic, Tourette Syndrome, as the episode is La Petite Tourette. That is the next episode here on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm Bill, and I will talk to you all later.